Hi friends, this is Connie Alpers and I want to welcome you back to Equipped to Be, where I get to help you embrace and navigate the seasons of life so you can reach your personal family and parenting goals. We at Equipped to Be want you to understand how God has given you unique gifts, strengths, and talents so that you can live in all seasons with confidence and joy. Whether you're cooking dinner, holding laundry, or maybe just enjoying some time alone. I hope you enjoy this episode of Equipped to Be. Hey, welcome to Equipped to Be. So glad you're here. All right. Well, we have certainly down to the wire of 2020. And as I keep seeing all over the stores and on television and everywhere, pretty much, it's tis the season full of thanksgiving and joy and Jesus. While it's true that many people, you know, they are loving this season. They're excited. Christmas trees are up. House decorations are are already put out. Thanksgiving is right upon us. And we are thankful and we are grateful. But there's a lot of people right now that are experiencing hurt and heartbreak over the holidays. And that's going to be the episode of today's podcast. Hurt and heartbreak over the holidays. You know, it's one thing for us to have normal hurts and heartbreak. But when it comes during the holiday season, it doesn't make everything always holly, jolly, and joyful. I think about many of you that have lost a loved one, as I have this year. Actually, it's been a a good year and a half of really hard trials for our family. And I would say specifically me. Job losses, losing loved ones, nearly losing loved ones, abrupt changes, learning things that uh, I never knew that had happened, happened. It's been tough. And I know it is for you guys as well. I've had a lot of you write me just asking and begging for prayer because you're in pain. You're grieving. You're grieving maybe the loss of what you thought 2020 was going to look like. You're grieving the loss that so many of you didn't celebrate Thanksgiving together. And it bothers you. You're hurt. Some of those kids you wanted to be around, well, they didn't want to be around. Uh, They were busy. Some of them couldn't come around because of what we're facing. And depending on where you're living, some of you are experiencing extreme lockdowns. Some of you can't get together with your parents. It's already been months. You just long. There's there's all these empty seats at the table. You're not hosting a, a big old bash. Some of you, money has been very tight. And the Christmases that you've had in the past won't be this year. I want you to remember that God is near the brokenhearted. The disappointment and maybe some of your children, their attitudes, maybe they're not as giving and kind and serving as you would like for them to be. They're not the first one in the kitchen saying, Mom, what can I help you do? And they're not the last one in the kitchen saying, Oh, Mom, let me help you clean up. Maybe they have lots of excuses for not wanting to be around. 
Maybe you have excuses for not wanting to be around some of your family members. Maybe you're dealing with some rejection. Rejection from culture, rejection from some of your family members. Heck, you know, I'm seeing friends lose friendships over elections and political point of views. I have some friends that are 180 politically than me. But we still have civility and respect for each other. Not because one was right and they just have pity on the other one. No, but because we're different. We're seeing things differently. We're experiencing different. We have different beliefs. You know, some of you have got a lot of hurt and heartbreak because there's some unresolved conflicts in your family, maybe between your spouse, maybe between your parents. They just don't see things the way you see them. They don't agree with how you're raising your kids, their grandkids, their grandkids. You've chosen maybe a, a different path. It is interesting as our kids grow up and they start forming their own opinion, their own beliefs. And what do we do with those? What do we do with those past hurts that don't get resolved? The heartbreak, the rejection. I'm just going to first start by saying, I understand. And you're not alone. Sadly, life is full of hurts and disappointment. Heartbreak happens. Loss happens. And there's nothing like the holidays to shine a light on that void, on that wound. But I don't want that wound to turn into an infection that infects your whole body. Because that's what happens, right? If a wound is left untreated, it festers. And that's not what God wants. God wants you to get in there and do the hard work. He wants you to remember that in Genesis 42, 36, everything is against me. But then he turns around in Romans 8, 28 and says, all things work for good of those who love him. You know, this hurt and the heartbreak that you're experiencing, God's going to use it in your life to work together for good. Do you believe me? Shake your head, yes. And if you're not sure and you're shrugging your shoulders and you say, I hear you, Connie, but you just don't understand. You're right. I might not understand, but I know the one who does. And the one who does has said with a promise that he is going to work all these things out. The trials, we're not immune or exempt from trials and struggles and hurt and heartbreak and pain. That is just not something we're going to escape, at least not in this life. But what do you do with it? That's the life-giving, life-changing response we have to have. Some of you have gotten divorced this year. Some of you are euphoric that you got divorced because things were really bad. Some of you aren't. Some of you have had a sense of betrayal. Trust was broken for your kids. Your kids are, are acting up and rejecting some of the core beliefs that you have. They're saying, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> it breaks your heart. We've got to accept 
that God wants us to believe his word and to know that he's not done. We may be going through a rough holiday season. Maybe your Thanksgiving didn't have everybody there. Maybe your Christmas is going to shape up a little differently. Maybe those traditions that you have established aren't going to happen. That's okay. I mean, almost I feel like saying, well, that's just 2020, right? But you need a plan of how you're going to deal with the hurt and the heartbreak so that that hurt and heartbreak doesn't fester and make you bitter or angry or resentful. You've just got to accept that sometimes people, our kids, our spouse, our friends, our relatives, they're going to hurt us. Sometimes it's on purpose. They're going to say some little cutting remarks. But you know, most of the time, it's not intentional. Sometimes it's just the way they say things and they don't land in a tender place of your heart. If you ever read Parenting Beyond the Rules, I talk about make the words of your mouth land into a tender place of your child's heart. Well, uh, let's just take that phrase. Let the words that you speak land into a tender place of anybody else's heart. Unfortunately, not everybody thinks about the words that they say before they say them, and they don't land in They land, well, let me just say that. They land into a tender place of your heart, all right. But it's more like a scalpel who just did surgery, not as a skillful surgeon. Their words were careless and thoughtless, crushing you. You know, but when you apply truth and extend grace, when they say those unintentional things, I've watched, oh, friends, oh, my word. Have you ever had a friend and you just, you can see because you're not in it, right? It's always easier to see clearly when you are just the bystander. And you're not actually feeling the weight or the pain or the hurt or the heartbreak of a wayward child or an unfaithful spouse or an in-law who does nothing but criticizes you and your methods for everything that you do, who clearly think you're ruining their grandkids. But see, when we go into it accepting that people will hurt us, that's okay. We, that's normal. That's, that's what we should be expecting is not expect people to hurt us, but to expect to be hurt and give benefit of the doubt that perhaps it was unintentional. Let's move past that. Whether it was an intentional or not, what are you going to do with it? You can't let it sit and fester. You've got to go through a process of taking the hurt and the heartbreak that other people have done to you, intentionally or not, and you've got to lay it at the feet of the cross. You've got to acknowledge, give it a name. I talk about this in Parenting Beyond the Rules uh, as far as forgiveness. You've got to name the hurt, the fear, the harm, the heartbreak. Name it. Talk about what hurt, why it hurt, why it broke your heart. It's okay. You don't have to talk to somebody else. You can journal about it or just talk to the Lord. Or, you know, talk to yourself if if you're an external processor. Name what it is. Give it a very specific name. Don't just say, oh, you hurt me. Give it a very specific name. You broke my heart. Why? How? When? Give the details to it. Acknowledge the pain that it did cause. Physical, emotional, mental, 
spiritual, and then give it to the Lord. Forgive that person. You don't have to say anything to them. But you possess the power and the ability to forgive others for intentionally or unintentionally causing harm or heartbreak during the holidays, which would cause your holidays to be tense and awkward and uncomfortable or make people not want to come around. Do this process now. Do it every day. Every time something happens. Give it to the Lord. Forgive the person and then release it. Release it. When we sin against the Lord and we ask the Lord to forgive us for wrong motive, God doesn't bring it back up every 10 seconds. You know, you had a bad motive about, you know, such and such. You were kind of selfish. No, that's not how the Lord works. And that's not how we are to work because God gives us an example of what to do. We name it. We explain it. We think about it. We process it. We forgive them, we give it to the Lord, and then we release it. You release it. There's power in that. Because bitterness and resentment goes to your bones. They they hurt and harm you, not the other person. I know you all have heard this before. I think you've heard this before. If, if not, you're hearing it now. You cannot live with the pain and the hurt and the heartbreak that others have caused. And carry that around with you and be emotionally, spiritually healthy. I know that heartbreak hurts. I know the pain when a child doesn't want to come around the family. And I know a lot of you still have young children and and that's hard to imagine. But I also know many of you have adult children. And they don't make it a point to come around unless they can get something. It's not how they were raised or trained, but it happens. I know what the grief of having an empty seat at the table, COVID or no COVID. May I invite you to consider something, please? Would you just hear this? Consider this. Don't focus on what's not there. Who's not there? Would you just consider focusing on the people that are there, on the good aspects of your relationship, would you do that? Would you consider that? You will find your emotional well-being will soar. That's the control. That's the power you have of dealing with hurt and heartbreak over these holidays, of the grief and the loss and the pain and the rejection and and the words that are spoken or the deeds that are done or the words that aren't spoken like, I love you, mom. I'm sorry I can't be there. I'm sorry I didn't help. Maybe you don't get those words. Maybe you'll never get those words from some of your family members. Your happiness isn't based on their words. Yes, it would be lovely if that all happened and everybody said the right thing, did the right thing, acted the right way. And if they broke your heart, they immediately repented and all was good because they healed the relationship. That would be awesome. But it doesn't work that way. Sometimes, but not always. So would you consider not focusing on the empty seat? 
would you consider not focusing on the child who you know knows how to behave and chooses to act up and act out? Would you celebrate that they're there? Mouth open, chewing, slumped over, not using the napkin? Not wanting to talk, but they're there? Would you, would you consider changing your perspective and how you view it? And may I also invite you to consider this. Don't look around at what others are doing. Right now, I'm flat out telling you, there are a lot of super happy, wonderful, amazing people. Their families are just humming along. Work is humming along. They're on a mountaintop experience of life right now. Maybe you're in the valley. Don't resent and don't compare your valley to someone's mountaintop because in a matter of time, it's going to be roles reversed. And when you start the comparing, it just magnifies the hurt and the pain. So your perspective is key. I was talking to a friend of mine who is doing something and they're, unfortunately, her kids are grown and they're not going to be around. And we were just talking about it. And, and it's, I'll tell you what, moms, I loved when I had little kids, right? You could set the time. This is dinner, everybody in the kitchen, everybody's buzzing around, playing, and it's it's chaotic. I mean, it's just kind of like noisy, and but everybody is happy and having a good time for the most part. And then your kids grow up. And man, you just wish you could have everybody there again. It gets harder. And this mama was lamenting that her kids wouldn't be there. Her kids are scattered across the country uh, because of their work. But she has some other projects uh, going on in her life, and I just spoke to that. I said, you know, perhaps God is giving you this opportunity to be able to not have all the extra craziness that comes with having a lot of people together, a lot of extra work, a lot of extra cost, and God's just giving you the opportunity to focus on that, which you need to focus on because your days are full right now. And you have very little margin in your life. Could maybe you consider this as a gift from the Lord instead of the heartbreak, the ache in your heart because you wish all those seats were taken at the table that they're not going to be. Could you consider that? See, our perspective and having a friend kind of speak that truth to us is so, so important. And always when you're thinking about the hurt and the heartbreak, I want you to consider, consider the other side. Consider their perspective. Consider maybe you had a part of their reaction or overreaction. Now, we're not getting into this whole thing about I never do anything wrong or they always do everything wrong or I'm always right or they're always right. No, it's just that there's always two sides. And for some of you, your personality is very detailed, exact, precise, And for the most part, you do do most things right because you have analyzed all the different elements and aspects and scenarios, and uh, then you make a decision. So there's the high probability that you're not going to be wrong. For others, you're the risk takers. You're the jump off. You're the let's figure it out as we go. And you are the ones who could possibly make some more mistakes. Maybe you jumped too soon. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you should have waited or considered it a little bit more. See, each of you are viewing your life through your lens. I mean, that's how you have to live. I can't live my life looking through somebody else's eyes. Neither can you. But every so often, when we're talking about the people that we love and the people that we're working with or the people that we're doing life with, we have to pause for a moment and consider how do they see life? How do they, how are they experiencing this? How are they experiencing me? When you pause long enough and you consider and you see through the lens of someone else, you know, God is able to do a mighty work in you. (laughs) You're able to get grace. You're able to have endurance and stamina. You're able to see and have empathy and compassion. Not because they're so bad, but just because you are different from them. This is especially true for folks that I've had a lot of friends this year. I guess it's 2020. You know, divorce rates are going up. There's a lot of people that are separating and getting a divorce. And it's one thing to spend your life with somebody when you're extremely busy and it's just kind of high by a few intimate times, maybe here or there. It's a completely different thing when you're doing live 24-7 because your life was brought to a standstill. And you have to see yourself And you have to live with this other person and all their imperfection and all of their flaws. So I want you to consider the other side. And then I want you to tell yourself the truth. You're not always wrong and they're not always right. You're not always right and they're always wrong. Tell yourself the truth. Be careful that those words aren't always how bad you are. Oh, I always do this. I always sabotage my... If you do always sabotage something, if you do always, which I don't like always and never, but if you do have a habit of only sending negative text messages, then stop sending text messages until you can get yourself to a point where you can read them and think about it and consider it. Tell yourself the truth about yourself and about your relationship, and about your feelings. Don't allow your mind to dwell on the hurt and the heartbreak, kind of like what I said earlier. Would you consider not focusing on the empty chairs? It's one thing if you've lost a loved one. As you all know, I lost my grandfather this year. This will be the the second Christmas without my mom. And I'll tell you, this holiday season has been a little more difficult for me personally because the first year that mom passed away parenting beyond the rules was released I mean mom passed away and I uh, had a really hard time with grief it was real it was painful it was physical people often have asked me you know what did I mean and I'm like it's like a hole in your chest and sometimes you just can't breathe have you ever had that The act of just breathing hurt because it was such a noticeable void. And that's what it was like. But I had to pull it together immediately. I had to pull it together or at least pretend to because Parenting Beyond the Rules was releasing. And I was working for Social Media Examiner and doing their Social Media Marketing World Conference. 
I had six weeks to pull it all together and be back at it. Now, for some of you, you're thinking, gosh, six weeks is a long time. Well, it just meant that was my first road trip. It didn't, it meant I had to be working because I was ready for a book launch. The year of 2020 for me was extreme highs and extreme lows. Just, just the hurt and the heartbreak of losing my mom. But the euphoric high of seeing a book launch that I had worked years on and seeing it do so well, knowing that thousands and thousands of families were being encouraged and equipped with how to parent teenagers and build dynamic relationships. I had these extremes for the entire year in 2019. At the end of 2019, it was Christmas and I kept thinking, oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be the year that... We're going to lay 2019 down. We're going to usher in a new decade. And it was time for me to turn the page. (laughs) And I was all set for that. Until it didn't happen. And I'm finding that this holiday season has been unusually difficult. I think because in general, my life went from, you know, 100 miles an hour, just traveling and speaking and Uh, writing and promoting the book and all of that to a very still, quiet place. And then, of course, with my grandfather. And I, I think about the holidays, and there's a part of me, do you ever, any of you ever feel like that? There's a part of me that, can we just skip it? Would it be okay? Do we even have to put a tree up? And you know, you can't do it. You're kind of slugging your way through just trying to get through it, going through the motions. Well, I'm sure some of you can relate. Some of you got some hurt and some heartbreak amidst the holiday season. And while you see others joyful and excited and celebrating and all the wonderful pictures, you know, they've got all their decorations up and all you're thinking about is, can we just have a Charlie Brown tree? Can we just do a gift exchange? Can I give gift cards? Can I just make handcrafts? It's real. And I understand. And in some ways, I'm there with you. And maybe that's why instead of me doing a, a 10 tips to a happy holiday, I'm speaking to those of you that are wanting 10 tips to have a happy holiday. Because you've got an added measure of maybe illness or sickness. Some of you have lost somebody to COVID. I've known several people that have passed to COVID. Some of you are fearful yourself for your parents. Some of you are disappointed in some things that have happened with the election. Some of you are very frustrated with hypocrisy that you see happening before you. But I want you to remember to tell yourself the truth to not allow your mind to dwell on the hurt and heartbreak because you're going to practice those steps. You're going to name it. You're going to explain how it hurt with the heartbreak it caused and the hurt and the pain that you felt. You're going to forgive if the forgiveness is needed. You're going to ask the Lord for his help and then you're going to release it. And then you're going to give the Lord an opportunity to change your perspective. So write that down. Ask the Lord to help you change your perspective. To see the people that are gathered, the joy 
of those loved ones. To realize if you're not gathering with people because things are different this year, that it's still okay. Because you're not going to spend the time focused on the hurt and the heartbreak. You're going to focus on the family, what God's doing in your family, what God's doing in you, the fact that God is still God. God is still on the throne. He hasn't left you or forsaken you, and he never will. He will reveal all things in his time. Because in Romans eight twenty eight, all things work for the good to those of you that love him and are called according to his purpose. So I invite you to allow God to change your perspective. I'm so grateful that all of you have been emailing me. If, if you guys have prayer requests, send me a message. Uh, y'all seem to find me everywhere, whether it's on Twitter or it's on Instagram or Facebook. Several of you have emailed me. Just know that I, I faithfully pray for the listeners of this podcast of Equipped to Be. Because God has equipped you to be strong. He's equipped you with confidence. He's equipped you to be brave. But more importantly, God has equipped you to be a doer of his word. So go be a doer of his word. Don't let hurt and heartbreak minimize and reduce the time leading up to all the holidays and the memories and the moments that you're going to create together. Thanks for listening to Equipped to Be. Well, that wraps up this episode of Equipped to Be. If you enjoyed this show, please share it with a friend or family member and hit subscribe so you don't miss a show. And thank you again for joining me. Remember that we are equipped for every season of life.